This is District Sentinel Radio, the newscast of record for the left. I'm Sam Sachs. I'm Sam Knight. We are broadcasting out of the Citizen Capital Studios in Washington, D.C. Check out the website, districtsentinel.com. What's up to our subscribers on Patreon who are viewing the show as we record it, who can... Well, they got a glimpse of Leica earlier. Leica is in studio with us right now. She's chilling out, though, hiding behind the soundboard. She'll make an appearance later. Some personal news. Let's hear it. I had my Twitter account restricted today. No kidding. (laughs) On this. This one was undeserved. On on this, the day after 77, when Mm. I should be gloating on Twitter. Yeah, I didn't connect the two there. I think think there may have been some uh, retaliation, but I, as you know, Twitter has uh, a a penalty box. (laughs) Yeah. And you can't tweet, you can't retweet, you can't even fave when you're in it. And I was put in it for telling someone they should throw their phone or their computer in wet cement and then jump in after it. <sighs> Look, I gotta say, <laughs> that's so mild. God, I didn't. You you often tweet things that are are deserving of suspension, but you shouldn't ever be suspended because your cause is almost one hundred percent of the time righteous. Despite like uh, you threatening to fight people or that they're going to be dead in a ditch and stuff like that, I I, I haven't done that for a while. Please. That was that was some old Sam Knight, uh, <laughs> the number one <laughs> content. But this was exceedingly mild. Your uh, your tweet here that got your account restricted. Yeah, the image of someone jumping in wet cement after their phone is jumping feet first. But whatever. So there, there was another funny thing that I noticed today on Twitter yeah. when, when I was logged in from the Sentinel account, <laughs> not my own account. I noticed that uh, Senator Lankford from Oklahoma, he retweeted some bullshit Washington Examiner article that was blaming anger over the family separation on Russian trolls. Mm. Wow, now both sides can do it. Yeah, who, who, who would have thought that uh, that talking point would uh would come back to bite Democrats in the ass. I, I I can't imagine Republicans ever using that in bad faith. No, no. Same thing with fake news that's now been deployed by by Republicans as well. But I, I didn't click on this article because most of the time uh, about Russian bots exploiting things, it's bullshit. And I, but I'm guessing this linked back to the Hamilton 68 tracker. Probably, probably. It's uh anyway. Anyways, it's been uncorked that uh, the the bot, the bot thing, just like the fake news thing was uncorked. It's been uncorked. Yeah. Help support our little news co-op here in Washington, D.C. by subscribing to our Patreon, patreon.com slash district sentinel. Three dollars a month. You get access to our zine comes out this weekend. Working at the zine right now. Five dollars a month. You get access to the zine. Plus, you get access to our Friday Sentinel cast, special longer version of this podcast. We have guest interviews. We have the garbage can. And for five bucks a month, you get to watch this show as we record it every single day. District Sentinel Radio. So get on it. Patreon.com slash District Sentinel. Also follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash District Sentinel. 
For the World Cup, Sam Knight and I will be gaming each evening, 6 p.m. Eastern time. We'll be uh, playing two matches from the World Cup. So uh, you can watch us compete against each other. Sam Knight beat me in our first match, a quality game. I scored the first goal and you came back with two goals. I answered back in a pretty lopsided match when I was Spain against Iran. Maybe we should replay that match again since it was such a, a good a good match IRL. I think the Iranian team IRL is better than the team that FIFA has them because it did not feel like... Maybe I'll be the Iranians I don't know. this time. I, I think we should uh, look forward and okay. play some of the matches tomorrow because there's some pretty intense matchups then so a lot of content that all of you have to look forward to over the next coming hours and days Uh, speaking of content i feel like i should note one more thing before we move on to the news uh obviously i noted that 77 initiative 77 passed uh yesterday and we all we have talked about it on the show uh so i did file unfair labor practice charges with the NLRB against three high-end restaurants, Jose Andres, his uh, Think Food Group, Rose's Luxury, and Founding Farmers. And I just wanted to fully disclose it as as a journalist who uh, talks about it. Um, Yeah, I think they should have to answer for what I believe is a very intimidating anti-worker, anti-labor campaign that violates the NLRA. Sam Knight started a process here, and we will keep you updated as this process moves along. It, it's pretty interesting. And I, I was taken back by, by the speed by which the NLRB reached out, to be honest. Yeah, well, like I said, I, I, think, I truly think it's been an appalling intimidation campaign that really resembles some nasty illegal union-busting campaigns, and they should have to answer for it. All right, let's get on with the show. It's Wednesday, June 20th, 2018. Here's the news. The Trump administration is signaling that it wants to put an end to its current policy of separating families at the border and putting kids in cages. The president said he will sign some sort of executive order, though it's unclear the details. Trump also said he would support a narrowly tailored piece of legislation to prevent family separations, even though that legislation isn't actually needed. This was a policy change made by the president's Department of Justice, so all he really needs to do is contact Jeff Sessions. The administration initially hoped that the humanitarian crisis it created on the border could be leveraged for a border wall or stronger uh, immigration enforcement security legislation. There had been Somewhat of a revolt against the policy, though, both within the Republican Party and the private sector, two entities notorious for their fascist leanings. Airliners, including United and American, didn't want to be be collaborators, and they asked the government not to use their planes to transport separated children. I saw that Walmart also said that it was not happy that former Walmarts were being used hmm. uh, as detention centers. But yeah, that's not a good uh, PR for Walmart, although it fits. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I strongly suspect, though, that these corporations would have no problem uh, profiting off this if they if, if it was through an entity that was like 
some sort of nameless contractor. They just don't want their brands yeah. involved with it. Yeah, definitely. Meanwhile, the DC restaurant industry, which got its ass handed to it in the Initiative 77 fight, as we mentioned, has no problem with being a collaborator. Overpriced Mexican restaurant MXDC in downtown DC, a couple blocks from K Street, hosted Ham- hosted Homeland Security Secretary Kirsten Nielsen for dinner last night. And uh, the local Democratic Socialists of America chapter, DCDSA, was tipped off about it. And uh, they got a contingent together and they paid a visit to the establishment. Hell yeah. I think I hear uh, some some friendly voices in there. Yes, a lot of friends of the show I uh, hear in there. That, Anyways, was, that was really fucking cool, by the way. That, very cool. that really came together very quickly. Yeah, collecting national headlines, too. Nielsen eventually ran out the next morning. We've got the administration looking like it's caving on this policy. DC DSA playing its sliver of a role fighting against this atrocity. Though no victory yet, instead of caging children and separating families, the U.S. will just be caging families at the border. That is uh, somewhat of a victory that they're not separating the kids from yeah, the It's going to be as bad as it was under the Obama Under the Obama administration, true. Which, as we have noted on the show, they said they were detaining unaccompanied uh, children as a deterrent to yeah. try to stop more kids from seeking... Uh, Seeking refuge and which asylum is, in the U.S., which, which is, is which is appalling. Gruesome, yeah. It's appalling. Something else to note here, uh, although I'm not sure this actually shows how disturbing the story is or just how opportunistic some people might be or whether or not this just puts the cable news flip watch on high alert. Michael Cohen, the president's personal lawyer, he's reportedly resigning a position at the Republican National Commission huh. over among other things, the uh, family separation thing. And he said, quote, as the son of a Polish Holocaust survivor, the images and sounds of this family separation policy is heart-wrenching. Why didn't that come up when the president said, ban all Muslims from the United States? You have to think it's a a little more that he feels hard done by President Trump. He's flipping. (laughs) He's flipping. He's flipping, folks. There are more accusations of self-dealing by a high-ranking Trump administration official. This time, it's Secretary of Commerce Wilbur Ross. According to a report this week in Forbes, Ross shorted the stock of a company just three days after he was contacted by a New York Times reporter about the fact that Ross owned shares in that very same company. The Times story, published in November, was a lengthy feature on Ross's stake in Navigator Holdings, it was also about the company's ties to the Russian government and allegations of an allegation, excuse me, an allegation, allegations of tax evasion. Nevertheless, Ross effectively admitted to shorting the stock on non-public information. He told Bloomberg, quote, the fact that the reporter planned to do a story on me certainly is not market moving information. 
that's debatable considering the social media consumer activism going on today. Plus, sometimes regulators are alerted to problems by reading the news. Anyway, today Ross appeared before the Senate Finance Committee. His navigator short was brought up by Ron Wyden, the top Democrat on the, p- on the panel. Wyden also brought up other recent stories alleging conflicts of interest by Ross. Take a listen. In the last few days, news reports about Secretary Ross uncovered a short sale of stock in a Kremlin-tied shipping firm. New developments show that while Secretary Ross was negotiating on trade with China, he may have maintained financial ties with firms connected to the Chinese government. A fund controlled by the Ross family reportedly owns a major international manufacturer of auto parts. This, unfortunately, is not a one-off story. Virtually every day in the news, you get whacked over the head with another report about Trump officials violating ethics rules or coming into questionable windfalls. You don't need a thick government rule book to recognize flagrant conflicts of interest when they're brought into public view. And when it comes to trade, Americans have a right to know it's their best interest Trump administration officials are looking out for at the negotiating table. The stories that we have seen in the last few days call that into question. Very well spoken and well laid out, but even though Wyden called it into question, and even though Ross gave a very shaky answer to Bloomberg, Senator Wyden didn't directly ask Ross about the alleged self-dealing at all during today's hearing. Gotta love Democrats, baby. EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt may be sticking around longer than people, including myself, originally thought. (laughs) Already, one detractor of Pruitt's is walking back criticism, Senator James Inhofe, Pruitt's home state senator, who just weeks ago was blasting the EPA Administrator's scandal-prone tenure, now says that he's embarrassed to have doubted Pruitt to begin with. Apparently, the two men... At a meeting and afterwards, Senator Inhofe was quoted as saying, quote, after the face to face with the administrator, I'm a little embarrassed that I was starting to doubt him in some areas where he shouldn't have been doubted. This is yeah. Yeah, this this is good. This is good. This is very good. Inhofe claimed that disgruntled employees at EPA were spreading disinformation about Pruitt. He also alleged that forces were at work against Pruitt because of the administrator's agenda. You can Believe Senator Inhofe if you want. Just remember, he's also the guy who brought a snowball onto the Senate floor in the middle of winter to make a point against global warming. Finally, wondering how the Democrats could get worse? I have a story for you. According to the New York Times, Michael Bloomberg is planning to sink $80 million into the Democratic Party this election cycle. That could make him the single largest midterm donor ahead of lovable figures like Sheldon Adelson and Tom Steyer, a guy who definitely doesn't love the sound of his own voice. Bloomberg, the former New York City mayor, I have to differentiate him from the uh, news outlet since I referred to it earlier in the show. Anyway, Bloomberg, the former mayor, released a statement today noting that he believes Republicans in Congress are abdicating their responsibilities, though being the pompous idiot he is, Michael Bloomberg singled out John McCain for praise. Mm. The former New York City mayor and billionaire also said he was against Democrats pushing for impeachment of Trump, 
according to the Times, he's focusing on spending on, quote, moderate suburban areas. So get even ready, get even more ready, excuse me, for Democrats to run and elevate uninspiring centrist dipshits, including and especially veterans, by the way. The story notes Bloomberg is uh, reportedly interested in a list of candidates backed by Massachusetts Congressman Seth Moulton. Moulton is a veteran, as are many of the candidates he endorsed. Remember Jim Webb in the 2016 primary bra- bragging about killing Vietnamese people? Get ready for that and ads about Democrats. Yeah, uh, uh, it's, it's uh, the, or, it's or the Randy tweet uh, that uh, <laughs> Democrats looked in the mirror and decided we need to get more racist. We have to somehow appeal to these strip mall dads who, uh, et cetera, et cetera. You get, you get the picture. Trump's going to win in 2020. All right, that's going to do it for the show. We're going to get to the listener rant line here in just a second. We've got some of the viewers who are watching over on YouTube and on our Patreon. We got uh, Christian with some bad news saying that Putin used family court to steal his son, their son. <laughs> Putin that's, is, that's uh, is, is, yeah. We got Fartmancer here saying more like Hamilton 69. Except it's not nice. Hamilton Hamilton is bad. At least this think tank. We have but Hamilton sixty nine, I guess it could be nice. We have JC saying the Sams are gamers. Yeah. It's true. SMDH, but JK about the SMDH. But so, so they're okay with it. Indeed indeed we are gamers and uh get getting really antsy here about our about our face off at six o'clock. Oh yeah, you're getting ready for that? An hour and twenty one minutes from now, I believe. <laughs> Uh, we also have uh, Kurt, who's watching on Patreon. He said uh, there was he missed the Leica sighting earlier. Asked for another one. Leica, you want to make an appearance on the show? Here she comes, folks. She's on the camera. Sorry if you're listening at home, you cannot see her. She's uh, back. She's back. I think this she's why on. you need to subscribe. Oh, she's on. She's on. All right, let's get to that listener rant line. Sam, Sam, intern Leica the dog. Fuck you, Nate. Um, congrats on getting Initiative 77 passed single-handedly. And, uh, yeah, way to go. There you go. It was it was nice. People were tweeting me words of encouragement all night, but let's also remember that people uh, definitely, I know that was tongue-in-cheek, the single-handedly thing, but, uh, yeah, people... Rock Restaurant Opportunity Center putting a lot of work gathering signatures uh, to get everyone on the ballot. People were knocking on doors, canvassing, phone banking, etc. And while this electoral fight is winding down, a new fight has just begun, as Sam Knight mentioned with his NLRB complaints. Plus, the city council is probably going to repeal 77. So get ready for that. Hi, guys. Uh, hey, Sam. Hi, Sam. It's uh, your old buddy, George. Hey, listen, I just wanted to call in to say... Um, that I do know the Panera Bread at Metro Center. Thank you. That's uh, Metro Center Mall, folks, uh, located in the heart of good old Phoenix, Arizona, on the west side, right off the I-17. You can't miss it. It's literally the only mall in the area. <laughs> All right, that's it. Just, just adding a little bit of that local color. I uh, hope you boys have a nice, cool week hot as hell here in Connecticut. 
It's weird. It's like 90 degrees out right now. I don't want to die. I didn't come here from Phoenix to have that Phoenix heat follow me. God hates me. Uh, go Iran in the World Cup. Go Mexico. Viva la Mexico. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you, George, for telling us about that random Panera. I think it was because he brought it up and then someone else thought he meant the Metro oh, the Center in, in D.C., Center. but oh. he was talking about the Metro Center Sorry, in miscommunication Phoenix. Miscommunication there. I think, like. I think that's what that was about. Uh, sorry about the Iran loss. Mexico, though, still in it. Still fighting. Iran could still, they could beat Portugal and get in. Oh, yeah. It ain't over yet for, uh, for the Iranian team. Uh, a few more calls here. Hey, this is uh, Aaron in St. Paul. I just wanted to let you guys know uh, an inverted heel turn is a uh, face turn in uh, wrestling, wrestling terminology. Hmm. Also, uh, just happy to let you guys know that Sharia Law can't wait, baby. <laughs> you should have known about the face turn. You're, yeah. you're a former wrestling fan. I, I can't say I really watched wrestling, uh, but yeah, you should really own that one. Yeah, I should have known that one. That's my bad. Hey, everyone. Uh, Guys, this is the uh, Macho Man Rampal's neighbor. Uh, just wanted to uh, clear up some some incorrect uses of wrestling terminology uh, from your last episode. Uh, the opposite of a heel turn is not a inverted heel turn or a heel turn prime. Uh, it is a face turn. You're going from a heel to a baby face. So the opposite of heel turn, again, is face turn. I know not everybody speaks carny, so... You know, there's your carny lesson. Uh, also, you know, on that note, there's been way too much talk of real sports on the Sentinel uh, program lately. So I'd just like to give a shout-out to Kenny Omega for uh, winning the IWGP Heavyweight Championship uh, at Dominion 6-9 in Osaka Joe Hall in a grueling 69-minute uh, best two out of three falls match. 69-minute match on 6-9. Nice. What? Nice. What? So, um, once again, this has been Macho Man Rampal's neighbor. If you want to know anything about wrestling, wrestling terminology, or piss, <laughs> hit me up. I'm at NeighborMania on Twitter. Thanks. Damn. Thank you, uh, Macho Man Rampal's neighbor. I'm 69-minute match on 6-9. That's incredible. I bet you would watch wrestling more these days if you could gamble on it. <laughs> If there, if there was it seems a... <laughs> like a dangerous thing to gamble on. <laughs> All right, one last call. Oh, hey, Sams. This is Carl Johansson up in Bemidji, Minnesota. I'm just out here on the lake chicken for some walleyes. Uh, nice, clear day. The ducks came back. You know, they always do this time of year. Seems like spring for uh, most of you guys, but it's summer for us. <laughs> You know, popped a nice big muskie on opener, jigging a bondy in the river channel. Uh, that's always nice, a little 46. I threw her back, you know, let her get bigger. But, you know, duck, this year the Ducks, they uh, brought something back for us, and we're pretty excited. It's called uh, Sharia Law. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty pumped. Uh, you know, the Ducks, they're good to us, and this year they brought us Sharia Law. One year they brought us bird flu. That was no good, but he got over that. We're tough up here in Minnesota. Well, you boys have a good day, and... Uh, Love listening to you. Bye. Man, I felt like I was in Minnesota listening to that call. Really captured captured the state. Way better than uh, Garrison Keeler. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Indeed. Call the rant line, 
888-646-6108. Sponsors of the show include the Congressional Dish podcast hosted by Jen Briney. Find it at congressionaldish.com. Another sponsor, levelnews.org. And Citizen Capital. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Tune in by searching for District Sentinel Radio. Give us a review. Give us a rating. Tell your friends to listen. Subscribe to our little news co-op on Patreon. Patreon.com slash District Sentinel. So you can watch this show. And you can watch as Sam Knight dances with Like of the Space Dog at the end of the show. Like he's doing right now. Newscast returns tomorrow. We're here in D.C. So you don't have to be.